Hello, everybody. I am so excited for this episode. Um, We've been wanting to put it out for such a long time, um, but we couldn't find the place. And here's the fucking place. Um, Charlotte and I went to LA about three to four months ago, and we interviewed three of our favorite adult film stars with penises. This interview is with Logan Pierce. You've probably seen him on your computer screens, on your phone screens, in your dreams. Um, We're so excited to get to talk to him. But before we do that, I just want to thank everybody who has become a patron Patron on Patreon. You guys are awesome. Um, Brooke Bucknam, Angus Gilsmore, Richard Mock, Laura Carr, Jessica Smithers-Jones, and Eileen McKenzie. Thank you so much. That's only the people who have become patrons this week and last week. Um, the rest of you, I hope I've already thanked you. If I haven't, remind me. I will say your name on this podcast. We love to give back to our fans because um, without you guys, this podcast wouldn't have done anything. I mean, maybe I would have come and that would have been great. But we wouldn't have kept going without you and we couldn't keep coming up with topics and stuff. And you guys and your questions have really helped us so much. Um, and the only way you can help us more than besides becoming a patron is rating reviewing subscribing on itunes i know we say it all the time but it's really important um the second you guys rate and review we go up the charts on itunes there are podcasts that are on these charts like higher than us or doing better than us that like are not as good like no offense to no offense to them but i'm not going to name them i'm just saying our, this podcast is so good. Charlotte and I have put our blood, sweat, and tears and come, literal come into this. Like, we're sharing our fucking lives. Charlotte left her job to dedicate her life to this. This, You know, like, come on. Let's shoot us up to top 50, guys. Let's do it. We've been there before. Let's do it again. Like, no one else has a researcher from last week tonight, okay? And no one else has someone who didn't come until they learned how to do it on the podcast that you are listening to. Like, you know, it's it's a really good podcast. And, like, the chart should reflect that. And the chart should reflect the downloads. Like, we know that a lot of people download these episodes. Like, it's just not translating in ratings and reviews. So, like, we know you're out there. This This is not us shouting into a void being like, 200 people, you need to get on your shit. No, we, there's a lot of you. You're a mighty little army, you companions, you. So let's, come on, let's do this. You can do it. You can do anything, you know? Like, so many of you have come for the first time after this podcast. You can do anything. You can figure out where the podcast app is. Just search podcast on an iPhone or on your Android, and it'll, it'll pop up. Or even go into iTunes and and look up How Come on Google. iTunes How Come on Google. And then click it. And then try to rate it. And it'll take you to the app yourself. You guys, you can do it. You can do anything. That would really help us if you would do that. Every bit of success that we've gotten is literally because of you guys. And I don't know. We just want more people to know about it. And also, like... It's it's helped my life. It's helped your life. It's helped Charlotte's life. Like, let's help some other people's lives. And, and yeah, t- tag your friends. Make them follow us. And also rate, review, subscribe. Um, okay. Like I said, we recorded with three adult film stars with penises the week that we were in L.A. Um, Logan Pierce is on this one. But we also recorded with Tyler Nixon and Chris Zyshegg, who you know by his 
porn name, Danny Wild. Um, that episode is so amazing and insane. We are putting only on Patreon and we're talking about so many things like getting boners that drive you to the hospital, um, how homophobic the porn industry can be about crossovers. Um, so much good stuff. We were going to put it on Patreon for seven bucks because usually that's what the additional episodes are. But I made a little or actually my computer did and lost the extras from episode 23 so we are making this a five dollar extra and if you don't know how patreon works you donate five dollars a month let's say if you're at that level you get access to every single extra on the episodes if you donate seven dollars you get access to the extras and an additional episode a month Um, some of the people that we just shouted out that's, I think, only like a $3 extra, but you, you still get a shout out if you do even $20. $20 gets you a phone call a month with me or Charlotte, your choice. Sometimes if we're together, you can get both. Um, but yeah, we want to give back to you guys. So if there's something on Patreon or if there's something that isn't on Patreon that you're like, oh, I would like to pay extra for this, you can do that. Somebody just messaged us and asked if he can send us a one-time payment because he wants us to have new mics. Definitely hit me up about that stuff. We really, really appreciate the help. Um, you guys know I still run this out of nannies. It's not like a, a network podcast. This is me and Charlotte taking time out of our lives to do this stuff for you. So if you could take a little second, go to iTunes, rate us five stars, say something. Hey, Remy, this made me feel really good. Or I just came for the first time. Or Charlotte, your voice is sexy. You know, like whatever you want to say, say it on um, iTunes. And even if you don't use iTunes, just download the podcast app, give us a star, delete it, please. It means the world and it changes everything for us. Um, so yeah, we're going to have extras on Patreon with Logan and an entire episode with Danny Wilde and Tyler Nixon, who you should just Google now. They are so hot. Google Logan too. I know it's I, like, I don't want to objectify these people, but they are. And it's like part of their job. Um, so I'm so excited to get this episode started. Let's do it again. We were in LA a few months ago. Like I learned, I've learned so much since that episode. I'll probably put those extras too. Like what I've learned about porn and myself with porn. Like in this episode I was talking about, I'm like, yeah, I don't really watch porn. I have since. Um, so I'll probably do, you know, a little talking about that on the Patreon. Um, but let's start talking to Logan and you guys are just going to love this one. How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just. I'm coming to you from LA in Tim's apartment. I'm sitting here with adult film performer and author of Between the Sheets, the fantastic Logan Pierce. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm great. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. This is exciting. For some reason, I know a lot of female porn stars in New York, but mm-hmm. only yeah. male in L.A. In L.A., yeah. Which is, like, they've well, got to be male ones in New York. Yeah, but this is the epicenter of, of porn. Yeah. You know, this yeah, is yeah, porn yeah. land out here. So as a guy, we're shooting, you know, twice as much as as a female performer generally. So mm-hmm. we have to be on call. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is where it happens. So this is where most of us live. Yeah. And you have a really interesting story to me because you sought out being a porn star. Yeah, I did. I like did. <laughs> that was your, th- a lot of people, it's like they fell into it some way. You were just like, fucking is great. Yeah. I, I loved it. And I, uh, I loved watching porn. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, 
I didn't pursue it heavily. It was kind of just passive while I was doing the normal college routine. Yeah. But all the pieces fell into place and the opportunity was in front of me. So I thought like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm here. If I'm ever going to do it, this is the time. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to Because you're an educated man. Enough. Like you were yeah. in college, yeah. you did videography, right? And yeah, film and media arts. Film and so media like arts. Screenwriting and... Could get a normal job, had an internship lined up, had a stipend, mm. and then was like, I want to do some porn too. Yeah, I was here. You know, I mean, even before I came to LA, I emailed a lot of people. I sent in photos. Amazing. But it wasn't like every day I'm... I'm you know, sending emails and calling like, hey, I just want to follow up. It was like, oh, here's an agency. Why not? Yeah. Oh, 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 I follow this person on, at the time, MySpace. Oh, you know, yes. Yeah, let me, let me see if I can send them a message and, mm-hmm. you know, have them respond or, yeah. or on Twitter. But Who took the photos? At that time, it was me. Like you just set up like a timer? Yeah, with yeah. like a Kodak? Uh, I think I was, honestly, uh, I used a lot of those like CVS disposable cameras. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah, I would yeah, scan yeah. them onto. That was like a Kodak or like a. Was it Kodak? I haven't I seen so. those in years. Yeah, yeah I, I remember so. my friend and I, we used to take sexies. Yeah. But in our mom's sexies. lingerie, like we were, we would like take our mom's sexiest underwear and be like, oh, we should take photos. Like, and we'd never give them to anybody. It was just kind of like for us. Hmm. And then I forgot it was on a roll. And like my mom got them developed. Oh yeah. Oh man. She was yeah. like, please don't wear my underwear. I can't imagine that at the time. Yeah. There's some <laughs> poor guy who's there going through all these photos. Yeah. Who knows what, what they're coming across. I mean, yeah. you know, I, like I said, I took a bunch, so they never said anything, but then the photos would come back to me and I wouldn't think twice about it. But now I know that someone was there actually physically developing this film yeah can you imagine if somebody got discovered by like like they're like oh like my uncle's in porn and like Uh, i'm sure it's happened but it happened like you got responses yeah i mean a couple most of them were no's because every guy says they want to do this every guy in the back of their mind you know thinks they're capable of doing it Mm -hmm. but the reality is no Mm -hmm. no one out of a hundred will fail miserably so agencies will respond, but they'll often say, you know, much like any any book query or anything like, oh, thank you for your interest, but we're not accepting new talent at mm-hmm. this time. So that was pretty much the response I got until one actually said, uh, you know, hey, if you're coming out to L.A., um, we'll give you a we'll shot. Give you a go. Yeah, we like your look. Yeah. You know, uh, the the short uh, boy next door type look mm-hmm. was, was coming into fashion in porn. Yeah, so. you're very different. Like the porn that I used to watch when I was like younger was like and Aaliyah and I talked about this on episode three of season Mm. one and I was like all the guys are fucking bald and scary looking yeah and she was like it's true and you're just the complete opposite I mean for now (laughs) (laughs) once I start losing my hair and getting fat who knows but so true yeah I mean so true there there was just a, a small movement that happened where I mean, you know, got to thank James Dean. He was he was really the the one to open the door for everyone else. Mm-hmm. But that look started becoming popular. So it was just a right time, right place. Do you think that's because more women are watching porn and there's yeah, porn yeah. made for more women? I mean, yeah. when I got in the industry, everything I shot was quote unquote female friendly. Right. That's what they called it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, this is porn for women. Yeah. Okay. So what that actually translated to was just everything was glamorized, mm. you know. Now shots were on sliders and yeah, jigs yeah, yeah. and there was there was a, a fog in the room and candles. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I 
I guess this yeah. is for women. I, kind it's, of. I, it's more like what men think women want. Right. It's. And, I mean, it's better production value, but mm-hmm. it's not like porn that's like actually like made for like we were. Talking, it was all still made by men, so yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And mm-hmm. we like we were talking about in an early episode that like like women expect sex to be like romance movies, like rom coms, mm-hmm. and guys expect sex to be like porn. You're right. And we have to f- like meet somewhere in the middle, which is I think they're is, both fantasies. They're both fantasies, which and they can both be great, but it was so saturated in one and the other. So Tim and I were watching some of your scenes this morning. Really? Doing some research together. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was so funny that he's like, wait, so like, are you in porn? Because I'm like, we've been watching. You were watching. Do, do you remember porn. which which scenes they were? <sighs> Can you talk about them in great gory detail? So there was one, it's interesting, there was one where it was a girlfriend scene and you guys, she was like blowing you and and you oh, were like, yes, of course, like hitting of her in the face with your dick and she was like, babe, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, babe? And it was like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you not remember that? Um, I don't, you might have to be more specific. I don't know. Okay, and there was stuff that like putting like fingers in mouths, like opening up her yeah, mouth from hooking. behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like just moves that I like pointed at and I was like, Oh, that's been done to me. Oh my God. That, cause I don't watch a lot of porn. Like, really? I'm like super analytical. And I think like you've said this in podcasts too, like you break it down, like videography wise being mm-hmm. like, uh, like, cause I noticed I was like, yeah, he's got good angles. Like he's always like facing towards the camera. Yeah, it's like yeah. sick. Yeah. I mean, once you know the procedure, then you can You're start actually like yeah. fine tuning everything. Yeah. When was the first time you ever came across a porn? It's about 10. Yeah, it's actually in, in the book. There's a, a short chapter about it, but um, nice. my brother had a small collection of VHSs, mm-hmm. and you know, just being a little kid, I would snoop around and want to find out like what what my older brother is up to. So yeah, eventually I found them, I watched them, and I was just hooked. Nice. And you only have the one older brother. Only one. Okay. Yeah. But after then, you know, like when I matured, like I'm ten in two thousand. Right. So AOL is a thing. Yes. The internet is a thing. So I automatically be on AIM and AOL <laughs> chat rooms and yeah. I was already invested. Yeah. You know, before I even knew what it was and and what sex really was, I I knew that people were doing something. Mm-hmm. And and it made me feel a certain way and I wanted more of that. Yeah. Did you jack off or were you just mo- watching most of the time? Yeah, I mean, like being like this is great. Yeah, I'd watch and I'd, I guess I would like quote unquote jack off, but... But nothing would happen. Yeah, I was on the precipice of puberty. So yeah. it wasn't like anything was really happening, but I saw what was on screen and I was emulating what I was watching. Mm-hmm. Was porn involved in the first time you came? Ooh, good question. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, I would have nights where I would just be like, all right, mom and dad, I'm going to bed. It's like yeah. seven o'clock. <laughs> and I'd be like, uh, you know, don't come in my room. I'm going to be asleep. I'm a and weird I would just kid. be there like like tugging at night. And I would think that a weird sound was being emitted that like adults <laughs> could hear, you know, because, because, you know, growing up, I was I was a Catholic boy. So, yes. so masturbation was bad. OK, yeah. And I didn't know why. Yeah. But I thought that you could hear it from afar. Is there like a specific because like I've never I've been to church many uh-huh. times, but I've never been to like like a christian or catholic like class like when do they teach you that masturbating is bad is there like a verse that's like thou shall not tug thine dick yeah <laughs> i i mean i've never actually read the bible believe okay. it or not yeah. i was just 
I was never interested in it. I only went to CCD Sunday school because mm-hmm. I was forced to. Yeah. But I never read the books. I never did the homework. I would just sit there and, you know, nod off and yeah. color and, you know, sketch and all this stuff. And I, I, I don't know exactly when it was brought up, but we were always told that premarital sex was bad. Right. That it must have been a lesson. I forget, but... It was just ingrained into my mind that premarital sex, bad. Mm -hmm. Masturbation, bad. Mm -hmm. You know, anything that occurs between a man and a woman before you're married is bad. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I just felt like a weird shame about doing it. And And you were making the noise. I thought there was a noise (laughs) being made that my parents could hear. So I would be very like quiet and and precious about it. But nothing would ever really, you know... Haha, come of it. Yeah, it just, <laughs> very nice. Yeah. We love puns on uh-huh. this podcast. But it was just something I was into. Like, I was, yeah. it just, it happened at such a young age where my mind was a sponge and I was just absorbed. With, Were you the type of porn. kid that would draw sex? No, no. I, I I'm, did. A, I'm a terrible illustrator. I could never. Okay. I mean, I, I would, I'll tell you what I did one time. Yeah. Ridiculous. I wanted to have a sex dream. Okay. I just, I wanted to know what sex was like and I wanted to feel it, but I knew I was too young. So I wrote like on a little notepad, like, like how young? I'm going to have sex. Okay. And I put it in my boxers. Okay. And I, and I slept <laughs> hoping that I would have like a dream. It's crazy. That's amazing. Crazy. You guys, if you can't hear, Charlotte's here, obviously. <laughs> We used to do things in our house. Do you know? remember the thing when you like whisper to somebody when they were asleep and you try to brainwash them? Try and to I, have them like answer what you're saying? No. Like you'd be like, like what? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Is there was a Dexter's Lab episode where oh, he was okay. like listening to a tape. But that was to memorize for school, omelette du fromage. But there was a thing that our oldest brother used to do. He'd like come over and be like, oh, if you're, you're sleeping, like you can brainwash somebody. So I'd walk over to Charlotte sometimes. I'd be like, come here, Pokemon cards in the morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did it ever work? I could coerce her in different ways. But <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's it's the last resort. Putting an, uh, you know, and I what's also it called? Went to bed. An affirmation or a... Mm. Like a self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy in your of, pants. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, I had another day or another night where I put a pair of rollerblades on my feet because I wanted to learn how to rollerblade and I just oh. got a new pair. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll have a dream where I'm an expert rollerblader. Interesting. Do you know what's... And it didn't happen. You're smart though. And we already know this, but there, like I've looked into dream theory a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because um, I freak out at people in my real life for things they do in my dream life, which is not oh, cool. Yeah, Don't yeah, do that I've been to people. There before. Yeah, um, but usually, if you're dreaming something, it's supposed to get you like better acquainted with the thing, so that when it actually happens in real life, you'll be more okay. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. like, if you have a dream that like your spouse is cheating on you. Like, oh, and, and then if it happens, now you can. It's not that like deal with it that's necessarily going to happen, but it's like you there's an issue in your relationship, and your dream is preparing you to not necessarily be like so entwined with that person anymore. Hmm. Hmm. It's more you, yeah, yeah, you're better prepared. That theory has been proposed. You don't know if it's factual or not, but basically, like if you have a dream where you're kidnapped or something. What happens to your body, obviously in the dream you're terrified, but biologically, if that happened to you in real life, it identifies it as something having happened before mm-hmm. because it has felt so real. Mm-hmm. So it's almost acclimated in a way that prepares you. Interesting. So that does happen. So if you do have like, yeah, a sex dream, you almost feel more yeah, prepared per- like you've done mm-hmm. it before. Definitely. That's what I wanted. Great. Good job, Charlotte. 
There we go. Now we've solved that. Yeah. Well, ooh, speaking of sleep and dreams, this is a very easy segue into my favorite thing to talk about, my Helix sleep mattress. Charlotte's got one. I've got one. Hopefully, Logan's going to get one too soon (laughs) Um, because these mattresses are the best. They are made for you. So you go online. You take a two-minute sleep quiz. It's like a BuzzFeed quiz, only with a fucking benefit at the end. It's like, oh, am I a Hufflepuff and I have a new mattress? That's amazing. Um, So yeah, you take that sleep quiz. It matches you to a mattress based on your sleep preferences and your body type, um, like your height and weight and stuff. Um, If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, they make mattresses that split down the middle, match them to their body types as well. I know I say this, but like, imagine having a, a bra fitting or like a tailor. Just imagine something fitting exactly to you. That's what this mattress will be. And you spend so much time, or at least I do. Most people, I guess, are spending six hours on their mattress. I'm spending all day on my fucking mattress. And I love it. I I know a lot of you are watching porn from your mattress. A lot of you are watching Housewives. A lot of you are watching Housewives as porn from your mattress. A lot of you are eating in your bed, working in your bed. You spend a lot of time in your bed and you want it to be comfortable and amazing. And I was always getting mattresses that were way too cushy for me because I was like, this is what I like. Yeah, but guess what? Helix knows better than you. And so you put in what you think you like, what you think you want, and it completely turns your world around. Um, I have seriously had my life changed by this mattress. Um, I fell asleep in it the other day at Charlotte's. We were watching Love Island because that's back on TV now. Um, And I fell asleep during an episode of my favorite show. That's how good these mattresses are. It's like you're going to have to delay your amazing TV watching because you'll just be having too good of sleeps. Um, So if you want to join in on the sleep fest that is Helix Mattress and that we fucking love, go to helixsleep.com slash howcome. They are offering up to $125 off of any mattress order right now. Yes, Yes, that is right. $125 off of any mattress order. Think about that. That is so many dollars. And also think about this. You know how I was saying, please support the podcast. Helix is offering us a little percentage of your mattress orders because they love the podcast. We love the mattress. Everyone, let's all just support each other. Um, and nothing is more supportive than your Helix Sleep mattress in the best and most comfortable way. Again, that is helixsleep.com slash howcome for up to $125 off of any mattress order. Yes. So you don't remember your first time coming then, like specifically? No, no, that's not vivid. I remember my first time watching porn. I remember mm-hmm. what I was watching, but I know I was too young to come, so I don't know when it happened. But mm-hmm. when it did happen, but you had been seeing it happen on screen. So yeah, you, when so it I happened knew, to I knew you, what was you going to like, happen. Fuck, I have a disease. No, well, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I thought that I had a limited supply. And and right. and I put it together that oh that's why masturbation is bad because it's because I only you have so much babies. of it exactly mm. and that's why we're not supposed to jerk off because Mm-mm-mm. if you do it too much oh you run out and now you can't have kids untrue well yeah yeah, yeah of course <laughs> untrue yeah. I used to draw sex all the time like I was obsessed with banging but like making love like I would draw people passionately fuck did you oh, know wow. about this I remember seeing it in your diary lots of um like elbows around necks yes so oh, many yeah. elbows around necks <laughs> very smooth bodies yeah oh my god like sinewy people <laughs> oh wow yeah really weird <laughs> but then when um super bad came out mm-hmm. all the dicks I was like I get it Like that guy drew dicks, I drew banging. Oh my God. Yeah. So you're not alone. I don't think I'm alone at Mm. all. And 
I don't think you're alone in that fact that you said a lot of guys want to try porn at one time or another. Were you thinking about like this could potentially ruin any office job I might have? Like I used to think about that with like posting stuff. Now that I'm a yeah. comic, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I was conscious of it, but it didn't really bother me. You know, because yeah. I wanted to be a filmmaker mm-hmm. and I didn't see why porn would have to eliminate that as a profession. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't see the correlation. I also wanted to be a teacher. I knew that would be a problem. That would be a problem. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I was just more on the way that your students would constantly be like, can we fuck? And you'd be like, no, no, no <laughs> last a day probably. And yeah. they'd be like, listen, you gotta go. You're a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> this is no good. Um, I don't know. I just always, I mean, of course, growing up as, as a little kid, I, I thought sex was bad because that's what I was taught. But then mm-hmm. as I matured, I, I gained a really positive mentality towards sex. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't think that going into porn or sex work should detract from any other profession. Yeah. So I never really, though I was aware that other people would view me differently, I never really thought that it would be a mm-hmm. conflict. Yeah. I never really understood why it was a conflict. So I just went into it head first, you know. Definitely. I always think it's interesting to the people who like I've known that did porn and now are like, I'm doing something else. Like my friend Aaliyah that I mentioned, mm-hmm. she's like in school for being like a forensic psychologist or some shit. Like she's going to be a detective. Like a lot of people yeah, are very smart. Like uh, Danny Wilde, who's now Chris Zyshig. <laughs> yeah. He wrote a book just like you. Like yeah, He wrote four. He wrote four books? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't read all of Charlotte's research. I'm a bad host, um, <laughs> but that interview is available on Patreon. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, especially now. I think we're kind of in another wave of sexual revolution where it's right. become a lot more acceptable and and more commonplace, which it should be. When you watch it, though, you still want to learn from it, right? Yeah. Or you definitely. still want to at least be like, oh, I can see why people would watch this. Or, oh my God, like literally the whole time I was like, oh my God, I know these moves. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there you go. Like, that too. This is where somebody learned it? Like, that's <laughs> crazy. Most of your relationships have been within the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. People do, essentially all of them since I got well. into porn. Yeah. yeah, it's just been easier. Yeah, okay. You know, because we both have the same job, so yeah. the the feelings of jealousy aren't there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, oh, thank, you. thank you. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, you know, and we all know everyone we're working with, so it's just that's understood. what it seems like. I, you know? I think I was saying it seems like high school, like just the way the comedian world is. Mm-hmm. Like everybody yeah. kind of knows each other, like knows about each other. Sure, has worked sure. together enough. Like you'd see at a holiday party, and be like, hey, yeah, everyone has gossip on on everyone. Everyone has else, gossip. Yeah, people hate each other for weird reasons, but. Yeah, it's like high school, absolutely. Yeah, and in in my line of work, you know, most people are young. Mm. Like like the women are generally eighteen to twenty five. Yeah. So some of them are fresh out of high school, and that mentality hasn't shifted yet. They're they're right, still right, thinking right, right, that right, right. everything is is you know dire. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, so and so is talking about me. This is the end of the world. Oh, this is my bestie. Now I hate her. Yeah, and things like that. And it's like that's not. Well, I feel like that's the the beginning of every industry. You think like Mm -hmm. everything can be like make or break. Right, right. Like you tell a story about your first gangbang scene Mm -hmm. and how you thought it was going. Would you tell the story for our listeners? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is also in the book. One of my favorite chapters. guys, read the book. Yeah. (laughs) We'll post the link below. Well, first gangbang, last gangbang, because I've 
only mm. I've only had I mean not that I had to do it but it was offered to me and yeah. it was presented as a good opportunity yeah. to you know just expand my horizons if you will so I took the job but I show up and every other guy there is like a 10 year veteran funny story Danny Wilde was in it no way he was in it yeah he was he was in the same gangbang that's great. So he was like a six-year veteran at the time. Okay. But everyone is a heavy hitter. They're all tall. They're big. You know, I'm five foot six, 135 pounds. I'm 21 years old. I've done maybe 30 scenes. So I don't really know what the procedure is for this. This is my first group scene. Yeah. And I'm just nervous. I'm very, very nervous. I feel very inferior. And the scene begins and, you know, I, I pop a pill. That's at this point. I had failed a scene before this. Right. So it was brought to my attention that every male performer has to have Viagra or something of the like, you know, in their brought utility to your belt. attention by whom? My agent. Okay. And, and you know, the rest of the industry. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things where if you need it, you rather have it and not need it than need it and yeah. be without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I took a whole pill thinking like, oh, I can just coast by, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Nothing happens. And and <laughs> and the scene starts going. It's it's a feeding frenzy. Yeah. You know, all the guys know exactly what they're doing. Uh, the girl was a, a true professional, great performer. She's and a gangbang is basically guys fuck a girl one at a time, or well, it's like, like one, one, of the guys one girl, who are doing... six guys, yeah. and you kind of just find a place. So she was doing DP. She was doing. Mm-hmm. I think she did a triple penetration at one point. So does that lead. mean three in one hole? Or... No, it'd be like. Two, two in, in one, one hole, hole one, one in another hole. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, there's two dicks in her mouth, you know, and two hands oh and my feet. God. So it's really just like, it's a feeling frenzy, you know, and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know where to stand. I didn't have a place. I felt just useless. Yeah. So I took another pill. I'm on two Viagra oh, at this no. point, and my head is like a balloon. You know, I'm like beet red, veins are throbbing. I'm standing there wide-eyed, just jerking off like an <laughs> idiot, unsure of what to do, just hoping that it'll end and I can yeah. go home. And, uh, you know, eventually we get enough time, and the director says, all right, now it's time to come. <laughs> so one by one, everyone has to go and do their thing. And I just, like, close my eyes, and I'm furiously just jerking as hard as I can, and eventually... I'm able to work up something. Oh God, thank do, God. Do my business and yeah. then <laughs> cut, get paid. And I just like run out of there. Yeah. Cause it was just embarrassing. You know, yeah. you feel like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Oh my God. You know, this is, so- and you're performing in front of people that you respect. Like you're yeah, the yeah, new yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. I've literally had shows like that in the beginning of stand up where like I've bombed so hard that I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I yeah. can't say goodbye to anybody. I'm going to drive for like 14 miles now. I don't even know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a bomb. Yeah. And everyone will bomb at one point or another. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. You know, it can happen. If your mind is in a bad place, mm-hmm. your body's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, Viagra is not a, it, it is not like, a, you know, it's not a guarantee. Is our Viagra and Cialis different? Yeah. Cialis is a, a slow release. Okay. So it's usually supposed to last like 72 hours. Uh-huh. Whereas Viagra is 
more or less immediate and it lasts like four hours. Yeah. And not like you have a hard on for four hours or 72 hours. It's just in your system. For that long. Yeah. And all it really does is just like, I think it just expands your, your blood vessels to help blood mm. go to where mm-hmm. you, you want it to go. So if you're scared and nervous and confused, it rushes to your head, to your heart. You know, you uh, feel like your pulse in your hand and, and everything, but you have to relax and you have to let your body mm-hmm. naturally do what it needs to do. And it just helps facilitate. Yeah. That's all it does. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, Danny um, was telling us how he took so much Cialis and like... Um, Caverject. Yeah. And had a that's, raging that's scary stuff. priapism boner and then was like, you know what? I'm going to quit porn. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go to the hospital and get it drained. It's I mean, horrible. I've, I've never been there. I've never used it, but I see it used all the time. Yeah. And I see, we were talking about this earlier, like the guys who often use it are mm-hmm. regarded as top tier male talent. Right. You know, because they can have their dick hard no matter what mm-hmm. under any circumstances. And it's like, oh, good for you. Good well, for you. Yeah. It's I'm kinda- glad that you can have a hard dick when it's, it's artificially like, yeah, injected. I'm, I'm sacrificing my body for the craft. Right. But you right. really are. Like, sure, you can only do it for very, so long. Get, yes, get very bad. He was also talking about an actual, like, what were you? Oh, yeah. You know what it oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had a, a picture to show you, but there's like a... We'll um, post a picture on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a plastic mold, I guess you can say. Maybe not a mold, but it's like, extension? it's like, yeah, it's like a hollow tube Yeah, and you can have it surgically implanted in your shaft and then there's a little reservoir that you can pump up. What? Yeah. And people have this. Once again, top tier male talent. And it's like, so wait, great. Wait, it's wait, wait, wait. So it's real. like a surgically implanted second penis? Pretty much. Yeah. Un- underneath the skin. And I assume everything works normal like you can pee and stuff but yeah like do you have to i, I don't, I don't, I don't know it how down. it works but i know when when you need to get hard you you physically pump it up there's like a a pump either in your balls or in your but your, then is like, like the pelvis. sensation there like i guess i guess during porn you're always acting right like you're, i mean you're, hopefully not the idea is that we can lose ourselves in the moment yeah and for the next 35 40 minutes it's just whatever happens, happens, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't rather be anywhere else. Yeah. Do you ever fall in love? Yeah. Mm. Like by accident? Because like we were talking to Helen Fisher, and she was just reinforcing what I already thought about oxytocin and having sex and all these other chemicals yeah. emitting while you're having sex. Like for me, if I'm a single person, it is dangerous for me to fuck somebody that I don't like because I'll fall in love by accident. Mm. Do you ever experience that or have you ever had like a girl kind of think oh now we're a thing mm, not not so much the latter but okay. you know because we know we're there, we're there for a job but yeah I, I especially in my in my earlier days i've had plenty of experiences where i'm like whoa this is this is everything i've ever wanted she she can read my body like yeah. no other yeah. this is amazing and and I confuse that with natural chemistry, mm-hmm. and I forget that no, this is a scene. We are acting. We're performing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for the camera. And whatever happens before the cameras start rolling, that's just preparation. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you want to get to know each other a little bit before it's like okay. I was gonna say, now how it's much time. Do you get to know each other? Like, have you ever gone and like not speaking at all? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I've also gone. I've had days where me and my partner just couldn't have a conversation. We were disagreeing on everything. Mm. And 
that leading into sex is not good. Your partner for the scene? For the scene, or? yeah. Okay, for the okay. Scene. Whereas we just like personally, we our personalities just were not yeah, yeah. compatible. Yeah. So you're like, oh, great. Now, now we have to have sex and some, pretend like we really like each other. Sometimes it can work out great. Sure, sometimes Jennifer it can. Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing hated each other. Oh, they're, they're professionals. Did you know? Exactly. I didn't know that, professionals. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we watched the one girlfriend and boyfriend. She was like, she didn't like, she liked it, but she was definitely the sub. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to show me this scene because I'll show it to you. of course a lot of those scenes. Also, where, there wasn't where a ton our, of your face, so I'm not guaranteed. But I think it was you. Well, we, we'll find out. We'll find out. But, you know, a lot <laughs> where it's like, oh, it looks extra rough. You know, that's all agreed upon. Mm-hmm. At least it should be. Oh, definitely. You know? Yeah. And, oh, we're just playing yeah. characters. Yeah. That should always be agreed upon, though, between yeah. two people. Like, you can have different levels of sex. And this is what I was oh, about yeah. to say is that, like, there was another one where it was, like, a girlfriend-boyfriend scene. And it was just c- totally different guy. This guy loves his girlfriend. Like the other guy could have loved his girlfriend too, but they were just being more rough. This one was just like, everything's about you. And mm-hmm. she was having, and she was great at sex. And like, it was great. Um, and Tim was like, what kind of sex do you have? And I was like, both. Like you can have yeah. both. That's kind of the point is like. Yeah. It's, it's fluid. Yeah. yeah. It depends on how you feel in that moment with that partner. It doesn't. You don't have to have the same sex every mm-hmm. single time. And why would you want to? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten crazy fan requests for specific scenes that they want you to act out? The fans aren't writing the scenes. No, definitely. But like, I feel like fans always write kind of fan fiction. They're like, hey, it would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, I get weird DMs all the time and mm-hmm. they say like, oh, I want you to work with so-and-so and do this and that. I can't think of any specifics, but I usually I really delete all of them ones. Somebody, right connect. Somebody wrote to me and David Chang. Do you know who that is? He's like a restaurateur. He's like very famous. Uh-huh. And they wrote to us both on DM and they were like, I'm a huge fan of both of you. Please work together. <laughs> it's insane so to me. David Chang, if you listen to this yeah, podcast, there you go, there you go. I'd love to work. Yeah, I mean, I think food is very sensual. <laughs> it can be, yeah. Right? Have you ever done food sure. scenes? Eh, no, really. no, no. I mean, I, I did a few scenes with like chocolates and fruit, but that was just annoying. Have you ever seen cake farts? Yeah, I've seen cake farts. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that was a huge was video huge. in high school for me. Yeah. My friends and I would watch that a million times. Yeah. There was so. <laughs> yeah, that video is hysterical. Hilarious. That's the kind of shit I used to watch. I'd get like people would be like, oh, look, this is porn. Watch this. I don't, I don't, I don't watch any of the, like, the Two Girls, One Cup or anything. I never I've watched never, Two never Girls, seen One that. Cup. Um, I have seen, I think it's like Two Kids in a Playground what? or a Sandbox. No. It's not Two Kids. That's just the title of it. Okay. It's disgusting. Oh. If you're curious. I'm not going to tell you any, anything about it. but That's great. You guys Google it. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone listening has seen it and they yeah, know they're what I'm be talking like, about. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you were saying you like most guys would want to be um, porn stars. I know that at least one point in, of course, I'm generalizing. Yeah, but yeah, one yeah. point in every man's life, they think, "What if?" Yeah, you know. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. God, if I could just live your life for a day. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I, I get a lot of DMs and messages like that, and it's like, sure, buddy. 
go for it if you think you can do it. Yeah. Chances are you won't be able to. And I, I get people saying like, I will I'll work for free. Please, I'll do any job you have. You know, I love I love the industry mm-hmm. and just any opportunity. I'll fuck anything. Please, <laughs> just anyone. Yeah. And it's like, well, what are you doing, man? Like desperation's not going to get you yeah. in the door. And yeah. I'm sorry, but I can't help you either. Like I, there's nothing I can do. Right. What is like the biggest realization when those guys do come in, if they do, that makes it so difficult that, that they didn't realize. That they can't get hard with, yeah. with other guys standing around demanding, you know, a, a woman who she's not there for you. Right. You know, like, yeah, she's going to have sex with you and let's hope that she's attracted to you in some way, but it, it's, for it's the not audience. her job to, yeah. you know, to make you feel like you're a king. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to show up, be professional. You have to come in with that confidence yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she's the boss. Did she's you, in charge. The first time you ever were on set, did you have any trouble or? No, the first time I did not. It was But sick. it was, it was an easy scene. So it was really like. We discuss or you know it was a another boyfriend girlfriend scene mm-hmm. but in this instance there was only one other person on set okay and they gave me the camera little sony handy cam oh so it was like just shooting like a little sex tape with my girlfriend and I, and I had done that before oh really so yeah so and and i was already a filmmaker so it wasn't like mm-hmm. oh what do i do with this camera how do oh i push record yeah like, i knew what i was looking for i knew what i was capturing and it was just really That's kind easy. of cool too though cuz it takes your head out of oh I need to get a boner and you're just like I need to get this shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> and and thankfully my co-star was was gorgeous. Yeah. I was like wow, this is everything I had dreamed of. Yeah. It was really like a you know, a perfect fantasy. Cool. So, yeah, the first one was no problem and then that gave me a boost of confidence and then the next few were were also great. Mm-hmm. Um and then the 10th one is where all No, 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 no. Oh. The 10th one was just a regular boy girl, but I was super cocky mm-hmm. because up until this point, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm the next, you know, saying I'm the next James Dean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Logan Pierce. Oh, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, he's a superstar. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm fresh. I'm hot. I'm killing it. And then, of course, that that is what ultimately just destroyed me. Yeah. And I, I my I was very cocky and the director knew I was being cocky. And he's like, oh, yeah, you think you can do all this in one take and no problem? I'm like, fuck, yeah, dude, of course. You know who Mm -hmm. I am? And the girl was not having it. She was not excited to be there with me Yeah, because I was brand new. I was, you know, I'm a small guy. And I don't know, I sometimes feel like if I show up and and the woman, she wants like a a big man sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's like I might look like a little kid next to her, especially then. 21, clean shaven, you know, short hair. I, I looked like a boy. Yeah. And I don't think that she was into that. I think she wanted someone more masculine. Yeah, you know? definitely. And she just wasn't happy with me. Yeah. And, and that, that killed me. Yeah. Nobody uh, I, wants to fuck someone who acts like they're the shit. And that, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. And I was just being a fucking asshole. And, you know, I came to, when, I, when it came to actually start having sex, I just couldn't get hard. Mm-hmm. And I was like in the bathroom, you know, calling out like, I'll be out in a minute. Just give me a minute, please. <laughs> and then they, they canceled the scene. Oh, and I was God. like heartbroken. I thought, no, this is the end of it. I just embarrassed myself. Yeah. I blew it. What am I going to do? But Then you got back up again. And got back again, yeah. And so this is speak. where, yeah, this is where I had the conversation with my agent. And he's like, kid, yeah. this is what happened. About the pills? Yeah. And he's like, you know. Yeah. 
sometimes days are like this. You need an insurance policy. So and how is is it easy to get Viagra as a young man? Like in, I can't imagine porn, that. E- but it's so it's not given to you legally, though. Yeah, yeah. Do you I get mean, like I have a doctor's doctor's yeah. prescription? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. But okay. you know, do you ever um, give up sex in your regular life in order to bang on set all the time? Really, all the time? Yeah, and that's that's a sacrifice I have to make because because there's only so much cum that's produced yeah of course yeah, yeah. there's only so much but it, it's also like over the years you know my skin has gotten sensitive mm-hmm. so if i have sex too much i'll just have like weird friction uh-huh. burns or like weird skin issues so it's like okay you know I, I have a girlfriend now and i made it very clear from the beginning and she completely understands because she's also a performer like yeah you know, if we want to perform our best when we have to, mm-hmm. you know, our job, mm-hmm. we can't have sex every day. Yeah. And that's just... But that's so nice to have an fine. understanding between the two of you. And it's not yeah. like... Oh, like sometimes if somebody even says they're not in the mood, like you'll just be like, oh, it's because of me. Like, no, like... Yeah, of It's course, your of course, fucking yeah. job. And like you're both mm-hmm. being responsible. And you can still kiss. Of course, You can still yeah. hold hands. Exactly. And it just reinforces the other aspects of a relationship. You have to remind one another that you are desirable. I'm yes. with you because I am head over heels infatuated with you. You you bring me so much joy. Yes. And sex is just one small aspect of our relationship. Totally. It's not everything. Totally. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind when a guy like who I'd been having sex with for a while would then decide to have me as his girlfriend. Cause you mm-hmm. know, there was always that like, Oh, why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free? <laughs> it's like, sometimes the sex is just an added bonus and yeah. then they get to know your personality wild exactly they like your personality what a strange thing in a relationship i mean being in porn it's made personality so much more important to me than than sex if you get to really know the essence of a person because a body just becomes a body Mm -hmm. definitely i mean as a single guy when i am single um i'm less interested in going out and hooking up you know i've only had sex with maybe four or five people outside of the industry since getting into porn what do you call them civilians civilians yeah you've yeah. heard that before yeah because that's what comics call them <laughs> it's <laughs> Isn't the same that crazy? thing yeah and i always same think thing. i'm like oh my god we're because so obnoxious they don't understand they don't get it they don't get it yeah no and there was Wait, why though why don't what do they not get civilians in terms of porn the the play-by-play they don't understand that we're not fucking everyone and everything that moves that we're people you know, I mean, they understand off- your schedule more too. like yeah, simple yeah. things like that, like planning stuff. And or like, oh, did you have fun on set today? Really? Yeah. What really? did you kiss her? Did you come? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fucking yeah. came. It was my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to put on a good performance. What about me? Do you hardly masturbate then? No, I, I, I got a problem with jerking off. Too much? Not too much, but like if... If I have an opportunity to jerk off, I will Seize I'll stretch day. it out. Mm. You know, I, I cannot just jerk off to come and move on. I need it to be, like, earned. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so it'll it'll take a while. That's great. I, I like that, though. Like, I think a slow jer- – it's, like, very tantric, kind of. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, more yeah, enjoy yeah. the process instead of, like, the sure, finish line. Exactly. It's the journey. Yeah. But hours will, hours will go by, and I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing? No way. This whole day has been wasted. 
Well, speaking of jacking off problems, I've got a major jacking off problem, and it's not a problem, it's a solution. I love jacking off. I do it when I am tired, I do it when I am hungry, I do it when I am stressed, and I do it eh, sometimes when I'm horny. Um, But a lot of the times, what am I reaching for? It's a toy from Sweet Vibrations. It's many toys from Sweet Vibrations. Um, My first internal orgasm, you know, happened with the perfect match. It is the best internal and external stimulator Ooh, it makes me feel like a waterfall and like a rainbow is bursting from my innards. I love it so much. I also love the girl's best friend that I have recommended to way too many people and given away to too many as well. But I I love it because I feel like I'm sharing the love and I love the text the next morning, the inevitable text. Remy, I wet my bed. Oh my God, I squirted for the first time. Legit, every time I give someone a girl's best friend, they squirt for the first time. Um, perfect match are making people have internals all over the place. From my clitoral vibrate they've got the pixie and they've got the tulips. They are both amazing. All of their toys are amazing. Um, they are waterproof. They have a forever warranty. Have you ever heard of that? A forever warranty on a toy? If I could get a forever warranty on an iPhone, like iPhones would be out of business. Um, I don't know how they do it, but these toys are affordable as fuck. They are all under $100. Um, You guys should head over to sweetvibes.toys right now and get even more off. They're offering 15% off any toys, any order for you guys, our How Come listeners. Um, Sweetvibes.toys, use our promo code HOWCOME. 15% off of an already really inexpensive toy. This blows my mind. A few years ago, I thought toys were like only $300 if they were good. These are high quality toys for a fraction of the price. Um, And let's make that price even lower. Again, go to sweetvibes.toys. Use our promo code HOWCOME, 15% off. Um, If you are out of the country, you can still order them, but you have to order it on Amazon. But that's fine. You just won't get the promo code, but it'll still make it to you and you'll still have immense pleasure and you'll love your life. I love mine. I love jacking off. Do it all day. That's what I do. It's the best. Anyway, now that I've talked about jacking off for 45 minutes, let's get back to the interview, I think. Okay, cool. And then are you nor- like, are you watching porn if you're jacking off? Yeah. And do you watch porn with your girlfriend? Like together? Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sexually? Mm. We've actually never done that, no. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because no. it's also like you're going to like see your friends. Kind of- yeah, and like if I am watching <laughs> porn, I'm not watching porn with people I know. Yeah, you have to avoid that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure... It'd be fine, but it's like, mm-hmm. especially if I've like, a, we had like a, a tiff or something. I'm like, oh, fuck it, that dude. Or, oh man, man, that girl's terrible. What the hell? Yeah. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. We had a terrible day on set. Yeah. So. Has there ever been any porn brought to you? Like, obviously like categories that your agent's like, oh, I think you should get into tentacle porn or something like that. That you were like, that's oh, yes, not tentacle for porn. me. Uh-huh. No. No? No, not, not. Everything is not an acting now. challenge. Yeah. I don't know. What? Some kind of challenge? <laughs> I mean, it's it's porn. Yeah. You know, like it's it should be fun. I don't yeah. really And maybe maybe this is my downfall as a performer. I don't want to be challenged on set. Mm. I want to I want to have fun and feel like I can openly explore things yeah. without yeah, yeah, without yeah. like oh I need to overcome this obstacle right to make myself feel superior or no, something it's like it's I'm like, gonna do this thing that I'm naturally good at and yeah. people are gonna enjoy it yeah and I wanna have fun I want each day to be experimental and, and playful and organic but I, I don't like I mean personally no I don't like doing features I don't like doing mm. bigger productions that require 
that put less emphasis on sex and more emphasis on I don't know storyline yeah I mean I say that and now I'm like oh I should take that back because I do enjoy the acting process a lot but for me it's really difficult to to devote myself to the acting process and then have sex interesting you know they're for me they're not one and the same oh so i'd rather show yeah, up and, and act is a more and not have in the sex. moment let's just respond to each other's body but i guess that's acting too yeah yeah but, but different uh, yeah sure because acting i mean while it's organic and you know from from the heart i still am thinking a lot mm-hmm. but when i move into sex i want to stop thinking but if i'm clouded with like oh but this character is like this and he's coming from this place mm-hmm. and 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 i know what she's about to do it just confuses me and my body yeah. like doesn't react the way that I, that I want it to. Yeah. And often sex on those days is reserved for the last thing we do. So sometimes it'll be midnight, 1, 2 a.m. Now it's like, all right, sex. Oh. And you're like, well, I'm fucking tired. I, I don't want to do it right now. I want to go home. Yeah. You know, I'm just like my body is not, not built for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in bed by fucking 11 o'clock. You guys, change your call times. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> or or like, just do sex film first. Film the sex first. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of productions where the sex is filmed first, and I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the way so we can now do all the minutia mm-hmm. and not worry about pickup oh, shots yeah or you know all now i can devote myself to the character and the acting and not yeah. have to worry about oh but i gotta have sex later so i want to still be like horny and yeah keep myself in this right mindset yeah i don't know yeah you know it's confusing it is confusing i would definitely fall in love with people by accident all the time <laughs> <laughs> your first <laughs> your first award how oh, did yeah. it feel what was it um who did you take as your date to be honest it felt you're gonna laugh about this it was it was pathetic really yeah why because i brought my parents and i was expecting (laughs) yeah i was expecting that they were gonna announce me and i'd go on stage and be like thank you everybody yeah 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 Yeah. instead after 30 minutes it turned into a slideshow of like and this award boom and that award boom and then it was like best male newcomer Boom, Logan Pierce, the most unflattering photo of me you could have ever found. Uh, and I was like, oh, I won. All right. Okay. Yeah, you're go. like, look at the screen, look at it, and I'm gone. Yeah, I, I didn't, and I didn't pick up the award until like a year and a half later. That's hilarious. And, you know, it's whatever. I mean, that's a bullshit award. It's a, it's a perfect attendance award. That's so cool that your parents came, is. though. But yeah, yeah, also, yeah. like, we were talking about this earlier. Like, we we're like, oh, what points should we hit? And, like, we're like, oh, parents' acceptance. And I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of asking people yeah. who work in the sex industry or any fucking entertainment industry. People ask me, like, about this podcast. Oh, what do your parents think about it? Well, well, first of all, shut up, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Like, because then that, that what you're saying is, if I were a parent, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's exactly. what that's what the underlying current is. Because nobody's like, oh, you're a teacher? Well, how do your parents feel? Unless, like, there's some fucking snob. How do your parents feel about yeah, but, yeah. You know, work in the public school system? Yeah, you're already belittling someone. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, but it sounds like your parents are great. Yeah, they've and, always been cool with And me. they should be a fucking asshole <laughs> yeah yeah and they, they were liberal too like my mom would bring home condoms because mm. she's a nurse and she knew Our you know a nurse too. yeah she knew yeah. that i was going to be having sex at yeah. an early age so they weren't ignorant to it did she tell you about like pleasure during sex because i think that's what's missing in a lot yeah, of like yeah none of that it's not like and then you're gonna come and the girl should also come now we never even had a conversation about 
about that really. It was just yeah. like, listen, you're going to be having sex. You probably already know what that is. Mm. Take these condoms. You're going to need them. Yeah. And that was really, that was really it. Like don't, you know, she, she's an AIDS specialist. So she okay. would talk to me about AIDS and you know, how Oh yeah. I read that also is. that you got tested like bi-weekly all like, yeah, I still am to this yeah, day. Every 14 awesome. days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. They were, they were accepting. So yeah, that's, that's the best I can hope for. Like maybe they don't understand. Maybe they'd rather I'm doing something else, but they love me. I love them. So. And probably a lot of other, like I watch a, re- a lot of reality shows and oh, you do? I do. And a lot of these guys fuck so many more women probably than you do sure. unsafely and aren't respectful. And you know, mm-hmm. like if you're just afraid of the fact that it's on tape, that's your fault. Don't watch it. Yeah. That's, that's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. They think that because I'm in porn, I'm having sex with everything that moves yeah. and I'm a walking STD. But the fact is I'm tested more than any civilian yeah. would ever be tested. Yeah. And I'm only having sex with tested individuals. Yeah. I, I'm not having sex with anyone outside the industry. Yeah. That's why I think prostitution should be legal too, because then those sure, people then be get texted and regulated and they pay their taxes and nobody's at the mercy of a pimp. It's sick. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But well, what can you do? What can you do? Um, okay. So were you having a lot of sex before porn? I was like the first kid in my class to lose his virginity. Um, I was 14 when I officially had sex. Nice. Yeah. But you were getting blowjays before? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. And I was the first kid to, to ever get head and it was like, it was like, whoa whoa, guys, did you hear? Yeah. And then people would come up with rumors like already like, I heard you have a little dick. Like, <laughs> what? Get the hell out of here. What are you talking about? You know, and it's like bullshit. But yeah, I was, you know, I saw porn. I was 10 years old. I was yeah. obsessed with it. I yeah. wanted sex. I, I craved it. And it just you know, came my way. And then I was 14. I skipped school also in the book. Mm-hmm. Skipped school, you know, met a girl on MySpace. And, uh, Very nice. yeah. And then she came over and, and we did it and it was, it was like a porn almost. Mm. And I was like, holy fuck. Once again, this is everything I had ever wanted. Yeah. And you right probably here. like map the scene in your head too of like what it was going to look like. And then you think about it afterwards sure. and the, yeah. And it, and it was better than what I could have imagined Yeah, because she was like just as sexually positive as I was. And she, was she a virgin? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. No, she was. I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say promiscuous. But More experience? Yeah, experience. Yeah. We'll say that. And she knew exactly what to do. And I was like, yes, everything. Let's do it. Yeah. Anything you want, please. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it was awesome. But yeah, I was having a lot of healthy sex from then on until yeah. until porn. And were you always like, did, do you think that, she, I mean, you might not even remember, but do you think that she came? Mm-hmm. I'll have to ask her. You still keep in contact? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I, you, I mean, I, I hope Probably not. What am I talking about? No. I came in 60 seconds. There's no way she orgasmed. <laughs> no. Okay, it was like, okay, okay. I'm in. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then that was Did it. you ever have a sex again after that? Yeah, a couple times. Okay. And then did you try and make her come those times? <sighs> Once like, again, when did, I mean, when I was, did it I was young, apparent so to you that I, women could have orgasms? My first long-term relationship. Yeah. Okay. Because then it wasn't just a one night thing. It wasn't like, oh, great, let's do this and we're done in 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're going to continue doing this. So now we have to work on stuff together. Work on stuff. Yeah. Make it special each time, experiment. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, oh, yeah, this isn't about me. Was there like a moment that she was like, hey, we've had sex a few times. We're together. I'd love for you to make me come this time. 
I don't think or it was just a more organic have. kind of like we got to know each other and then one day it was like ah. God. I mean I wanna say that it was it was a mutual orgasm yeah. every time, but yeah. I, I don't know. And it's I, tough. I Yeah, I'll have to really think on that. I I can't think right now of any Most conversation we had that. about that. Yeah, yeah. Um But I wanna think I mean she was more she was kinkier than I was. Yeah. So I was like, God damn. Yeah. Once again, anything you want to do, let's do it. I'm, yeah. I'm all on board. Well, I think that's like the point but, or the per, being good at sex is, mm-hmm. is asking the person what they want and then doing that to the yeah, best of your ability exactly. and comfort. Yeah. Entertaining it. Yeah. Um, do you find yourself performative when you're like alone with people? Like people that you're. Like when I have private sex? Private sex. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, some might look at, look at it as like, oh, you know, porn has affected the way I have sex, but I, I was having sex like that since the first time. Yeah. I wanted it to be theatrical. Yeah. I wanted it to be weird. Yeah. And, and, and because all of my partners are in the industry and my girlfriend's in the industry, that's just kind of what we do. And we're both, we both enjoy the performance aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I think it makes it more know. fun too. Sure, you can yeah. kind of. It's not weird if you're like, "What do you want to role play tonight?" Oh, you mean like that? Yeah. No, oh, we're not well, really role playing. Oh, no? no, but just like just like more arching of the back, like extreme sex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> more arching of the back. Yeah, That's yeah. extreme there sex. You go. That's to very me. extreme. But like, yeah, fish hooking, choking, slapping, fish spitting. Is, yeah. Oh my god! I literally yeah. the first time it happened to me, and it was with somebody that I really liked anyway. And like, I was like. I'm going to let this happen because you clearly, but I was like, what the fuck? And then like, didn't realize until today. It's a porn move. Yeah, it is. And it, it is kind of strange to do it. Char, do you know what that is? Yeah. But I'm thinking all porn comes from real life too. Real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's informed by what people like, but more men, but, but, yeah, but more men in the like, beginning. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm. One thing I was hoping you would talk about a little more. We were talking about, female oriented porn oh yeah basically yeah, yeah. and how you started with that and what you have watched which mm. is technically female like what is it uh for women yeah mm-hmm. um runs the gamut of yes maybe yeah. romance is in there but it's also women like the, kinky shit too exactly yeah. and you were saying yeah. your first time the girl was kinkier than you oh yeah, yeah, yeah so i just feel like there's this false dichotomy almost between porn for women and for men almost like they overlap do they not more than people Big think? Time. Nowadays, you know, it's almost 50-50 with, with women directors and male directors. But if you watch porn that's directed by women and it's hardcore, often it is rougher and, and mm. crazier than, than any male-directed yeah, porn. Yeah, women now. be crazy. You ever see Snapped? Yeah. We kill people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, like stuff that Joanna Angel is doing. Yeah. Like her stuff is fantastic. I've never seen yeah, Burning right. Angel, you should check it out. Are there um, other people that my listeners should check out besides you? Also, you're, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Small hands. What's that? That's his name. Oh, Joanna Angel's husband. He's, okay, he's the man. Cool. Have you ever worked with in any gay or trans capacity? No. And you know, there's there's like, I know there's rampant homophobia in totally. on the straight side of porn. Yeah. So I'm sure Danny talked about this he did. because he started. Um, I don't know if he started doing gay or whatnot, but he was he was a bottom for like yeah. kink. But still, anything like that, all of a sudden now you kind of have like a you know like a red flag over you, mm-hmm. and and you didn't want to risk it. 
Well, that and also I'm I'm not interested in sex with men. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something. I mean, I get asked all the time, like, "Oh, will you do gay porn? Will you do it? You get more money." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "That's what I've okay, heard is that there's more money in gay porn." I didn't do this for the money. You like sex yeah, with women. Yeah. 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 And fair you know, play. Sure. Yeah. And I just I, I don't know. And yeah, it will unfortunately my career would would take on a new trajectory even if I did it just once. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if you do it full time or one time. Yeah. Somehow you're affected by it and because there's a lot of old heads who are still controlling the straight side of the industry, you know, you're you're just a victim of of, of what they say. Mhm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, what I'm trying to say is this it needs to change. Yeah, definitely. And it will change. Are you ever making your own? Yeah, time to time. Yeah. I I would like to get more into the directing side because yeah. there's more longevity there. Definitely. You can only perform for so long. Right. If I hit the 10-year mark, then I'm like, ah, I need to I need to change. I need yeah. to do something different because Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my body is only getting older. Mhm. So and you're but coming up on seven years now. Seven years in January, January 17th. Did you write the, when, when did you write the book? 2015? It was published in 2017. 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. So fairly recently. Yeah. And I have yeah. a book so of poetry that's coming out. The follow-up to this will be coming out. Oh, very nice. Because um, this, I mean, I, I've always been a writer. Yeah. So this is my primary passion. Yeah. And it's like, it's not an autobiography. It's it's Autobiographical fic- fiction. Autobiographical fiction. fiction. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you guys can get off to it. You can learn, sure. kind of. Yeah, There's, you can learn a lot of the ins yeah, and outs. Like, yeah. I didn't, nothing is a lie. Yeah, just a little more like exaggerated truths. Yeah, but what's what's funny is that the things that, will appear as as fiction are often truth and the things that are like oh that's probably true it seems sensible the whole book is a game of two truths and a lie yeah there you'll just have to figure out what's what it's like 85 15 nice we'll say yeah um but you were in school for writing and stuff do you think you'd ever write something not about porn well i guess the poetry is not all about porn is it? no but it's it's porn influenced yeah yeah um yeah i mean i I write screenplays Mm -hmm. and short stories that aren't about porn so hopefully you know i sell one of them make some money or do something but i don't know i just i just want to get to a point in my life where i don't have to don't have to perform to make a living totally and it can just be fun or maybe i won't do it at all right do you you think you have to quit in order to like start a family potentially that's a good question. I don't know. I'll, I'll uh, cross that bridge when I get there. Good but plan. Maybe. Yeah. Live in the moment. Yeah, maybe. This is 2019, baby. This is exciting. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Just one thing, because it is how come, I always wonder, like, how our guests and how you learned about female pleasure and, like, how yeah. maybe how porn influenced that or didn't. Because well, a lot of guys the go first, to porn to learn. The first yeah, relationship, was that before... Or after you had gotten into porn? Oh, that was before. Yeah, I was in high school, yeah. I don't know. I only had a relationship when I was 21, which is when you got into porn. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's true. How dare. No, my first long-term relationship was (laughs) was high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like three years in high school. Yeah. Um, And that was a lot of sex. Yeah. And, And a lot of experimental sex and just new avenues that, you know, of course I had watched, but I'd never done. Yeah. And she. Like anal sex and everything. Right. But. Most of it was, yeah, she wanted to do it. Yeah, and then she and experienced an orgasm with you. I hope so. And then you never asked? I, 
I don't know. Oh God! I don't know. Come on, don't shame kid. him. This is I the would, whole problem. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And guys, yeah, that's, no, no, that's true. We don't say yeah. it. This is why I'm wondering. And it really, how did yeah. you eventually say, it really yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. until porn where yeah. where things shifted. No, I take that back. It was college mm-hmm. where things shifted because I was in another long term relationship, but this was my first time being in love. And everything I wanted to do, I wanted to make her happy. I wanted to make sure that anything sexual, yeah. that she was getting off. Yeah. And, and she was into it just as much, if not more, than I was. But yeah, porn is really what gave me a crash course because every day I was with a different woman. And every day I had to you know, play a little chess game and figure out, you know, what, well, what turns you on personally? You know, mm-hmm. what, what, what do you like? And every, before every scene, we always have a conversation. Like, what are your, what are your big turn-ons? What do you really like? What do you dislike? Yeah. So we can have, like, you know, a range of things we can do. But it's still, it's a learning curve. I mean, it's, 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 it's sorry, it's a, a lifelong lesson. Totally. You know? Also, I, I, I don't think, have anything figured out. I think there's a lot of women that I've been like, yeah, like, it's interesting if a guy doesn't ask to me or whatever. And then she's like, oh, well, I hate when they ask because then I feel pressured. So that's mm, another thing yeah. that it's like, do you want me to ask from now on or would right. you like me to remain quiet? Still have that conversation, though. I think every conversation is like a worthwhile one. Yeah, and just listen to body language. Yeah. that I mean, I could say, yeah, I'm into that. And then we get to it and all of a sudden it's I'm like, like tense actually, I'm fuck. not. Yeah. But, yeah, and if but if you're conscious of that and sensitive to it, you'll learn. Yeah, I agree. You'll learn. Yeah, and, I just like, I love that he just said, I don't have anything figured out. And he's like, an, a, literally an award winning sex expert. Exactly. And yeah, it's sure. Just, <laughs> yeah. And, and your, your, your preferences are always changing. That's so. the thing too, is like, you should be able to like grow. Yeah. You have to be adaptable. Yeah. Do you ever think about how young people are watching porn now? Yeah. Cause when I was watching it, I was young yeah, as hell. Yeah. I was way too young to watch porn. Yeah. And now I know that people are even younger are watching mm-hmm. it because we have smartphones. It's, a, a stroke away it's it's right there i had to search and you know i was crudely searching like sex in bathtubs sex with girls <laughs> bigboobs.com yeah and nothing would come up but now you can just go on twitter i remember i saw um maybe it was debbie does dallas or something oh, sure. like yeah, that. Yeah, that was a long-running series and then there was a documentary about the woman who had had like the most dicks mm-hmm. in a day and i remember being like yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder if I could do that. Like, just as, like, you know how kids are, like, into Guinness? Like, sure. the Guinness Book oh, yeah. of World Records? Like, you think, like, like sex is just, it's like, am I, am I good enough to do sex? Yeah, I mean, people refer to us sometimes as, like, sex Olympians. Yeah. Or, like, sexual athletes. Yeah. I guess that's true. And you're always training. Yeah, right. You've been training for <laughs> a long time. I've trained my whole life. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell our listeners where they can find you and find your book? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at whoislogan, Instagram at who underscore is underscore Logan, and you can buy Between the Sheets and The Changing of the Seasons at whoislogan.com and Amazon and Audible. Perfect. I have to ask this question at the end of a sexual experience to be polite. Did you finish? A few times. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thank you for coming. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next time on How Come. Okay, yeah, that was a really good episode. Before we say goodbye, though, I just want to remind you guys, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Spread it around. Get other people. We also need more followers on Instagram. If you know people on Instagram that would love us and want to take our polls and shit, 
go have them follow us. Um, that would be great. If we get to 10,000 followers, we get to do that cool swipe up and we get to share um, a lot more educational articles with you. And you will love everything we do after that point. And I hope you've been loving what we've been doing up to this point. And if you don't, you can always write us. And if you do, you can always write us, please. We'd love to hear from you. Um, again, go check out that extra episode with Danny Wilde and Tyler Nixon. They are amazing adult film stars as well. And so cute, as I said. That's a whole hour and 30 minutes of extra content. And again, usually it would be $7. We are making it $5 um, to get access to this one. So sign up for Patreon. If this is your first time, you're going to really like it. Um, If you're a returning patron that maybe you changed your status, that you only wanted to give a dollar, but now you want to get extras again, come back. We don't mind. Um, But again, Thank you to Logan Pierce. Um, He also mentioned his book, um, his second book. We recorded this such a long time ago that he was like, oh, the book will be out by then. It's out. Um, So go look for that. He's got two books out. Um, And yeah, thank you guys for sticking around and always being here and being the most supportive companion listeners in the entire world. Uh, We can't thank you enough. And uh, we'll see you next week on How Come. All right. Bye. Bye. See you. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. It's not you. It's me. I try so hard to finish honestly They say you'll know When you go all the way from A right down to O Oh no I think that I still got a ways to go Oh oh I'm sick of this and I have got to know How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just 